Good morning. On this bowl of question crunch, my good friend Dean Roland answers questions about night crawlers, problematic murals, and dangerous Comic-Con trains. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, Dean, you are one of my favorite people, and I know I say that a lot, but uh, a lot of my guests are my favorite people. Um, we've hung out uh, not as often as I would like to, but uh, uh, I think the last, the, the only time that we actually were able to get together and have like a good, meaningful conversation was at uh, 24-hour comic book day last year. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. And I would say, like, if we were not living in COVID-19 era, um, the last time we would have seen each other is Free Comic Book Day. But yeah. because everything <laughs> has been canceled, the last time we saw each other was 24-Hour Comic Book Day. No, yeah. it wasn't 24-Hour Comic Book Day. It was, there was a, uh, a coffee day at Four Color Fantasies. There was a coffee day? Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Art Lounge or Comic Lounge? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Was that was that after? I, I thought it was after. I think it was after. Because twenty four hour comic date was it after? Shit. <laughs> no, I th I think it was before uh, the twenty four hour because the twenty four hour was on Halloween, right? Or no? Yeah, I think a twenty four hour comic date came before the coffee thing because mm -hmm. uh twenty four hour comic day is the first week in October and the coffee thing Oh, I yeah, had I, right. I spent that catching up on my uh, art challenges of October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot so, it was uh, it was the first week for um, yeah for the event. So uh, that was the last time we saw each other, and I've uh, missed you ever since. Um, while I'm here, well, well, so so you are a fantastic artist. If uh, people haven't, and we'll we'll mention your social media. But if people haven't been seeing your social media before, they really should. Um, and I would like to know about your art history. What got you into art? Where it's been? Where 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 it went once you got in? And how it's going right now? Um, it actually started when I was a little kid. Um, I was. Uh, it was a contest between me and my brother, and um, I believe I was around six and he was eight or no uh seven and uh and my grandma um would give us a contest on who could draw the best and on that day we got our first set of comic books from my dad and like so we were pretty much hyped about all the comic books we got and and we ended up like you know getting really into it and i remember drawing Wolverine as my not my very first like drawing and I forgot who he drew uh, drew I think it was either Sabretooth or someone else um but my gra grandma uh, dubbed me the winner and uh, ever since then I just kept drawing so um yeah my my brother is pretty much the jock type and I was uh, the more secluded artist i guess so it's it kind of worked out you know <laughs> uh was there was there a prize when you won when your grandma um, your, when you won yeah, your grandma's it, contest what it was uh i forgot i think it was either a dollar or or five dollars but it was like you know um that's how my uh grandma would always like get us to do anything it's like just with with money you know um but um yeah I, I i won and i ended up buying more comic books with it so it was uh it was a good day <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so after uh that i um i just continued with drawing uh in elementary school i entered a contest for uh, i don't know if you remember dare i like, do remember dare yeah um they it, it didn't it, work uh, but you know <laughs> yeah, and uh, they did a contest where a drawing contest. I forgot what it was, but the winner would be uh, getting a reward or an award and be on TV. I, I 
think I don't know. I, I I was like a little kid when it happened, and but it was um I think it was for Riverside or San Bernardino one like it was televised and I I got an award for um winning that you know the dare poster contest or what whatnot. Um, so but, ho, ho, yeah, ho, I'm 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 curious. Uh, what kind of prize was it? I don't remember. I just remember getting a certificate. Well, the reason why I ask is because I also was in a dare poster contest thing. Really? Was it a yeah. dinosaur? Uh, mine, mine was a dragon, and he was in a race, and said, "You lose with booze or whatever." Yeah, it was. I yeah, it was some sort of reptile, either a dragon or a dinosaur. But yeah, it must have been the same one. <laughs> that is that is weird, huh? Because I think I was at, I was I was at Deer Canyon Elementary at the time, and that's in Rancho Cucamonga. Um, yeah. I was yeah, and this is in Upland, so and we were presented in somewhere somewhere I, I forgot where it was. Huh. <laughs> That'll be very strange if we were in the same area at the same time playing yeah. in the same competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome actually if that that was the case. But yeah, so after uh, after that, I just kept continuing like entering small. Um, art contests around my um, neighborhood. There was a um, I forgot what park it was. Gosh, my memory is so bad. Uh, but it, it was like one okay. of the it's a park. park. Yeah, it's a park, uh, and we had to draw um, like more, uh, incidentally more dinosaurs on like the sure. sidewalk with chalk and whatnot, and. Um, I don't remember if I won that, but I had a lot of fun, to, um, you know, playing with chalk and whatnot. And yeah, so I just kept going on doing art events, um, like those kind of contests and whatnot, until I, in high school, um, I I feel like I got um, conned into doing murals uh, okay. around my school. Uh, <laughs> So I ended up doing that, and it's, it, they said that it would help with my grade, even though I, you know, my grades were fine. Um, so you you were it, definitely but, conned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got free art supplies out of it. I, oh, I'm hey. Sure free because I, I kept them. Um, <laughs> or I stole them because they stole free art from Well, me. they never asked for them back. So, you but know. they stole um, free art from you if, it's not, if, the, if uh, that wasn't free. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I have a bunch of murals in uh, my high school, and um, the one up front actually got, um, it hit the new, uh, like the newspaper saying that uh, it conveyed like racism or something like that, because I, I put my, uh, this was okay by my uh, uh, teacher who was uh, Indian. And okay. He told Native, me to Native put, American or Indian? Native American. Okay. Uh, he he told me to put because uh, his um, family owns a casino. One, he told me to put a peace pipe and uh, what do you call it? Um, playing cards on his hand. So I was like, okay, yeah, I got the okay from the teacher. Why not? And um, someone complained about that image, and then it hit the newspaper. Nothing really came of it. They they didn't really let me fix it or you know take it down and whatnot but yeah there was that and uh they were saying that there wasn't enough um like african-americans portrayed in there even though there was one right next to me and another one like around around the because this was a whole wall like it just around the the corner was another uh or two others and but the thing is that the imagery was so diverse. Like, I think there was only, like, two white guys in there. And they were complaining that there wasn't enough, like, you know, African-Americans. So, um, yeah. It this, was... this is this is kind of sound <laughs> – the, the peace pipe and casino thing sounds kind of problematic, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it was more – yeah, I would have thought that would have been more pro- problematic. But, yeah. again, like, like – I don't know. Everyone wanted wanted their own like piece on there, so <laughs> it was 
And after after that, I kind of stopped doing murals for the the school. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, laughing, but that that's no, no, no. It was yeah. Looking back, it's hilarious, but but that's yeah, a hell it, of a stressful thing for a kid to endure. Exactly. <laughs> like I just wanted to paint my friends up there. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It it got me my grade. Yeah, after high school, yeah, I had no issues with it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but after that, um, I tried applying for um well i went to um chafee college did a bunch of uh art classes and um what do you call it like um independent studies on there for uh for art and then i tried applying for cal arts uh i got denied and that actually got me um, like being denied actually got to me and I stopped doing art for about five years. Oh and no. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Uh, then, uh, my wife, uh, Gladys, you, you've met, she pushed me to do free comic book day to, you know, show off my artwork and whatnot. I uh, talked to Chris and let him know, I let him, uh, ask him if, uh, he would like support a local artist and like, you know, present my work, uh, during free comic book day, he saw my stuff and said, yeah, sure, bring your stuff. And I, I forgot what year that was. Um, but do you remember what was, do you remember where we were? Like what, what was, what was the event like? Cause I remember kind of the years well, based on. Well, it was on Archibald and uh, Foothill. Okay. That, I believe, uh, I don't know if that was in 2016 or 2017. It was the first year there. Um, oh, the first year there. Yeah. When was that? Uh, I, I, I think the new the, location at the new location. Yeah. Okay. Cause it, cause one of the first years, okay. For uh, people who have been listening, I think I've already mentioned four color fantasies before, but that's the local comic book shop in French Cucamonga. Um, yeah. it's my favorite comic book shop. Same I have, here. uh, I have immense, uh, <laughs> an immense amount of loyalty to Chris at four color fantasies. And, um, was it, I think the first year we did it, uh, I think that that was the year that they uh, there was nothing next door, so we took that building. Yeah. We took that room, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. No. Wait, was that? No, it was. I think it was still outside. Well, because one of the years we took, one of the years the store next door didn't there was nothing yeah. in it, so we I think took that was the, the second year. Okay. Uh, um, that's when we got, um, or he got, um, the Filipino artist that did X-Men. I forgot his, the inker, uh, uh, it's gonna kill me now that I don't remember <laughs> his name. Uh, I want to say Pinochian, but that's, n- that's definitely not him. Gosh, so Ke- okay. so Cal Arts Cal Arts discouraged you from doing art. So yeah. I, I, I I never had a grudge against Cal Arts, but now that I know that it tried to uh, stop you from creating art, well, I'm a little upset. Not... <laughs> well, I think it was more me um, because oh, it's they, definitely it's they... definitely you, but they yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. But it, it they they said all my stuff is great, but they needed more um, figure drawing. So, la da like, Yeah, like, if you thought my stuff is good, like, you, wouldn't you think my figure drawing would have been just as good? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it just definitely discouraged me. So sure. I stopped for a while and then um, met Chris, and I was pushed into doing free comic book day and kept going ever since. So, you know, uh, thank you. you, you... <laughs> what was that? Oh, I, I was... Thanking Chris for letting me do free comic book day. Oh, I also want to thank your wife for uh, <laughs> pushing you to do yeah, it. Definitely. definitely. Uh, she, I, I already thought she was uh, awesome, but now uh, she's now one of my heroes for getting you to keep doing art comics. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely one of my heroes. But uh, so you went for free comic book day, but since then you've done a lot of shows, right? Yeah, um, I've done like. Pretty much everything in like uh, Southern California, so I haven't, and Las Vegas, 
but I haven't really gone past that. I haven't gone to um, the bigger shows like um, Emerald City Comic Con or that kind of stuff. Those are big leagues, so yeah, I haven't gone there yet. Well, Emerald City Comic Con, I think I even mentioned it last uh, in in the in the next. So when I'm re- when recording this, uh, you are the next bowl that goes up. But the, bowl, the but the recording that I did before this, that's going to be the next bowl. So in the next bowl, we talk about Emerald City Comic Con as well. Um, that is definitely one of my favorite shows. Uh, one of the nicest places. If you have have you gone as a guest though? No, I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere uh, as a as a guest. Um, been, we've been planning on going, but we haven't had the chance. Emerald City Comic Con is one of the... Uh, uh, I, so I love that one because one of my favorite stories I tell people is that um, I found out that they were going to have a drink and drop. And mm-hmm. I, brought all my, I brought my backpack of stuff. I got my board. I got my paper. I got my pens. And I show up and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's drink and draw. And they're like, all right, cool. So there's a supply table right there. You can get have all, all your papers right there. And here's some tokens for free alcohol. And I was just like, you're giving me stuff? Who does that? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they were just very accommodating. And I, I, I did not expect that. Oh, that's cool. Um, but you, in your art history, because uh, now you're going by Red Inked Panda. Um, when did that happen? Um, it was actually a, an idea I've had in junior high, um, but it's about this uh, panda that gets superpowers wearing uh, different costumes. Basically, a cosplayer, you know, uh, considered now as a cosplayer, but when I was a kid, I didn't know anything about cosplay. You know, it was just a teddy bear suiting up as you know, his favorite heroes and whatnot, and gaining their superpowers and being able to, you know, do silly things with uh, with that. Um, I, I've been trying to refine that uh, the story, um, but it ended up being a uh, uh, pretty much a mascot for, you know, doing fan art. You know, it's just like a, uh, a panda wearing costumes and whatnot. Um, I haven't done much of like of that character in a while but i'm trying to push myself back into it you know so i i i absolutely would love to see more of it because i i know you uh, recently shared an old pin of yours of the red uh, the, the panda dressed as uh, was it godzilla or was it yeah it's pretty much a kaiju but yeah godzilla gotcha good uh but I would I would definitely love to see a whole story about a cartoon panda cosplaying and getting powers from the cosplays. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would. Um, it's. I thought it was a good concept, but like it's just story. I'm I'm ter- I'm a terrible writer, so I'm trying to <laughs> having to write this myself. It's kind of a little daunting. So. Understandable. Uh, writing can be incredibly difficult from a, from a writer standpoint. Yeah, because you 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 want a good story. I mean, there's yeah. no point in making the comic if you don't have a good story to go along with it. Yeah. Um. Just remember that you don't. It doesn't have to be any. It does. It doesn't have to be an amazing story. It could just be a fun, silly story. Because if anyone picking up a comic about a panda that dresses up in costume and becomes things, uh, they already expect a really silly story. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when did when did that uh, become your handle? Um. Was it at the free comic book day? Yes, I believe so. It was uh, uh, at that um, because I wanted to be known for something. I guess um, something um, something to be known for. I guess, and I thought that would be something that I could use. So I stuck with it, I guess. Good call. I think it's amazing. I think that uh, it's a very recognizable cartoon character to use. Um, I think that when I walked past your booth at San Diego Comic-Con last year, uh, I think I I saw the panda before I saw the booth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's good to hear. It works. Um, So a lot of your artwork, and it's 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 really amazing how you draw action sequences of a character that's about to like 
do a, a blow. Um, you recently posted a drawing of uh, Scrooge McDuck versus what's his face, the Scotch Duck. Well, both of them are Scotch, but yeah, uh, Glumgold. Glumgold. Okay, cool. Uh, you have this really, you have this amazing uh, drawing of Glumgold, like you know, looking up at Scrooge McDuck, about to just like hit him. Yeah. And I was scrolling through your artwork, and there's a lot of moments like that where you draw the, the characters about to hit someone. Um, which sitcom aliens would you want to draw in a fight? Uh, um, let's see. I would want... The thing is, was uh, did the Ewoks have a series? Uh, they had an animated series. Uh, animated, right? Oh, so That'd be a Elf. really weird sitcom. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would want uh, Alf, you know, but it would against maybe an Ewok or something. So. <laughs> I, I love Alf way too much. I think about him <laughs> often. Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. He'll probably just talk his way out of that situation, actually. So. Well, I always, I always think about his laugh, the whole, ha! <laughs> <laughs> True. I, I recently drew Elf, and uh, um, I was trying to get a good drawing of his spaceship, and that was a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? I, you know, I don't remember his spaceship. Well, in the cartoon, the the only thing that you, in, in the series, the only thing you see of his spaceship is just a close up of him in the window. Then I googled it, and uh, I think there was a Wikipedia page for Elf, and they had a bunch of photos. One was the close-up shot of him in the window, and another one was this uh, animated look at his ship. And the animated look at his ship, uh, do you remember Homer Simpson's car that he designed? Yes. yes. It looked something like that. Okay, that's hilarious. It was just this weird-shaped thing. Um, and then I saw a bunch of toys and board games of Alf's ship, and it kept changing every single time. So there's no consistent uh, whatever species Alf is. There's yeah. no consistent ship. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. I was, I was kind of annoyed by that. <laughs> um, and it's it's funny because like when I when I came up with that question of like what sitcom aliens you would you want to fight, whenever I think of a question, I think of what my answer would be, and I kept thinking of a uh, like uh, Mork from Mork and Mindy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Fighting uh, the Martian from uh, My Favorite Martian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a good one. Do you remember uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Yes. So it's interesting because I, I, uh, when I found out that Mark and Mindy was on Hulu, I don't know if it's still on Hulu, but when I wa when I watched it on Hulu, I realized that a lot of the plots from Third Rock from the Sun uh, were pretty much stolen from Mark and Mindy. <laughs> really? <laughs> there were so so many echoes of plots. <laughs> really? Oh man, I didn't even know that. It was very strange because I was watching Mark and Mindy and I was like. This seems familiar. <laughs> oh, wow. Because Third Rock from the Sun had this episode where uh, there's supermodels that are invading and trying to take over. Um, and Mork and Mindy had the same sort of plot. I can't remember what it was on Mork and Mindy. I remember Third Rock from the Sun, it was they were trying to invade and take over with a, I think it was a hypnotizing ad during Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, what's, so, I know you're, you're a big comic book fan, uh, and comic book movies have, uh, evolved tremendously. <laughs> they have taken gigantic strides in, uh, just in cinema. It, every movie seems to try to one-up the previous ones. Um, yes. What is your, fa what is the, what is your favorite beginning in a comic book movie? What do you mean, like the origins or like the um, the beginning, the beginning of the movie? Because like I feel like that that first scene in every comic book movie is supposed to be like really like showing you what we got. Yeah. Uh, which like the beginning, like the first few minutes. Yeah. Uh, which one's your favorite? And uh, and in, in terms me, of uh, superheroes, right? Comic book movies, comic book movies in general, because like it could be, uh, it could be any comic book movie. Um, for example, like I, I would, I would say Blade had a really cool beginning of the movie. I would say that he's a, I would say he's a comic book movie, 
But some people would say, oh, he's not a superhero movie because he's not like in the tights with a cape. But he is a superhero. He's got superpowers yeah. and he does fight bad guys. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I, I guess mean, I can it, tell you what. Go on. I guess um, it's not a. It's not a certain uh, superhero movie, but the like I like the ones where it the fighting sequence is already happening, and then they would have like a monologue saying, "Oh, how did I get here? How did I start? Like, let me take you back from the beginning, that kind of stuff." Um, I, I like that only because it's more it gets you into the movie, like to the action sequence straight you know straight away and then like then pulls you back to how the character started from you know or before it happened and whatnot you know i i, I always had fun with those kind of the sequences i i feel like that's very noir yeah because noir a lot of times and it's just a cliche of like seeing the good guy dead or a good guy injured and then like uh, <laughs> and then they go back and tell the story yeah. Um, well, the reason why I ask this is because it's a conversation I have with myself a lot. <laughs> um, because uh, the Dark Knight beginning with the bank robbery with the Joker is yeah. still one of my favorite uh, starring sequences. I still think about that. I quote it way more often than I should. <laughs> Just the whole thing of like, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I killed the bus driver. He does that sidestep to get the bus mm-hmm. driver to come in. But uh, I know you're a big fan of Nightcrawler, and the reason why I asked you specifically about the beginning of movies is because Nightcrawler's attack on the White House is still my favorite comic book movie beginning ever. Wait, that was the beginning? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. It starts off with Nightcrawler attacking the White House. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, sequences too, but I never thought of it, like, because I only watched the movie twice, and... um, yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes. I, I just forgot that it was it was the start of the movie. Well, because I know like uh, I, I was I was it was a weird question to ask. That's it was definitely a weird question to ask because like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two has a good beginning, but yeah. it has that prologue of seeing uh, Ego with uh, Quill's mom. But I wouldn't say that that's the beginning of the movie. I say that that's the prologue. The beginning is with the fight with the alien to uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. And that's a good that, beginning as well. Yeah, uh, that's my wife's favorite, actually. Like, I think her all-time favorite is her group dancing, pretty much, during the fight. I think what was great about that one was that uh, there's been a lot of moments where I wanted the beginning of, the, uh, of a comic book movie where the fight's going on, but the fight is not the focal point. Yeah. And I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy found a way to do that in such a perfect way. <laughs> But Nightcrawler, it, it, I, I'm going to have to look at how old that scene is, but I have not seen a movie beat that. Yeah, now i got to watch that again. It's the best. It's, it's the best. I, I, even though I love The Dark Knight, I really I, – I remember uh, – what was it? They, they put it on uh, – they put it with uh, – what movie did they put it with? I think they put it with I Am Legend. And if you watch I Am Legend and I Am Max, you've got the first 15 minutes of The Dark Knight. And I I watched it and my mind was just blown because that was such a perfectly Joker a, a Joker like scene and it was perfect. Um, and even though it was perfect, Nightcrawler's White House scene still beats it <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, it's so funny. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite scenes too. Well, it's got everything. It's got it. it it's creepy because there's moments where, uh, like, they have the um, Secret Service walking through the hall, and you see Nightcrawler run past behind them. And then you mm-hmm. have, uh, and every every shot keeps getting better and better until the very end, where you see Nightcrawler in that whole room of Secret Service men, and he's just bamping all over the place, knocking them down before they even fall. Such a such a spectacular shot. Um. So. I did mention that you had a Comic Con. You you had a San Diego Comic Con booth last year. Yeah. Uh, was that your first time having a booth at Comic Con? 
Yes, that was actually my first. And I actually um, teamed up with two other artists, um, Kathleen Abelos and, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Uh, let me look it up real quick. It was, it was Pepe, right? Pepe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, his, his name is so unique that like it's always. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I recognize. I remember his face before I remember his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Kathleen, we actually had it on a recent bowl, uh, a few bowls back. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, how was it having a booth at uh, San, San Diego Comic Con? It was, it was way fun. Like it was, um, and exhausting. Um, because me and my wife actually had to drive back home every night. Um, well, for why? Because um, my uh, mother-in-law was out of town, so uh, she uh, wanted to go visit family, and then so no one's watching our dogs. So now we're constantly having to like drive back and forth every day to uh, make sure that our dogs are okay. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what time what time in the morning did you come? Because I um, know uh, exhibitors can come in early. Did you did you have to drive before the sun came up? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and we also had to get there to try to beat traffic and um, try to find a really good parking spot. But we ended up having to. Uh, park pretty far away, but we were right by one of the um, the trams, so we we were always able to just be there right on right on time. So it, it kind of worked out. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> I do not because like I've I've done I've done shows. I've exhibited in different shows, but doing Comic Con sounds really exhausting. Having what? <laughs> five days <laughs> yeah yeah no um the most stressful part though was uh setup okay um when we had to bring in all our um like equipment our crates and whatnot and i have a huge crate uh i try to put everything in one trunk that has wheels and so i'm like you know wheeling that from maybe five blocks away because like they didn't tell us where to park. So it was, um, and the wheels are pretty small. So when we tried crossing the, um, the train tracks, it got caught. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but at the same time, the train was also coming. So, <laughs> so people were like, get them off the tracks. Like it was just, it was, it was pretty, uh, stressful. And instead of people uh, helping us, people were like um, taking pictures or, uh, or videotaping us, like you know, struggling to get off, like to pick up like the wheel off the the tracks and stuff. So it was definitely really stressful. Did no one help? Um, eventually, um, these two people were coming uh, from the convention and they helped us out. Like they actually had to run across and actually help us instead of like you know who was around us so so everyone it, it just pulled out their cell phones and just people much. across the way ran bolted to you that yeah is that's depressing that's very a little bit <laughs> yeah that, that, yeah that's the that's pretty much our society right now <laughs> i i could not comprehend that i like i, I don't know i i feel like if i saw someone's wheel stuck in a train track the first thing you're gonna do is try to get it out wow yeah <laughs> yeah and, and was that your first uh moment at comic-con like was that was that before everything started um that, this was for uh san diego comic-con um yeah but was and, this was this before everything because i'm wondering if this is your first scene of your movie yeah this is pretty much a first scene okay because that's an intense scene to start with oh yeah yeah <laughs> I think that that's also a good way to start the mood of the whole movie of a train track and everyone just pulls out their cell phone because they, they didn't want to help you. Not because they were worried about your safety because they thought that you were going to you were going to bolt out. They just want to see your stuff get smashed. I know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they do want they just want a scene, basically. And they yeah. want to 
for their Instagram or Facebook and World Star and all that. Yeah, I, I, I apologize, but I also would love to watch <laughs> someone's shit get smashed by a train. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, it's I don't, not, it's not something that would happen every day. You know, it's, yeah. I think that's what, you know, what everyone I mean, wants to see. I don't want to see people get hurt, but I want I, I wouldn't mind, you know, property damage. Because <laughs> it's just it's sure. it's a train and I it's it's not anything that cannot be replaced because it was a bunch of prints and artwork that you've done, right? Yeah. And it would be very depressing for everyone who was involved in creating that artwork and it would be very uh, <laughs> disheartening if your first time if your first few seconds at Comic Con was all of your products get damaged, get just wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> But it's better than people getting hurt. You didn't. It's you cr- wouldn't get hurt. <laughs> wow, man, you had a train scene. That's very uh, comic booky. Um, I'm surprised that some villain didn't come out curl curl his mustache. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Um, what was your favorite experience at this com- at this at, when you were at Sano Comic Con? Well, I guess let's do two. I want to know what was your favorite experience exhibiting and what's your favorite experience at Comic-Con in general? Um, exhibiting pretty much all the patrons that came by and loved uh, the work. Um, they would, they would take selfies with, uh, our, um, character cutouts. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I had, uh, Stan Lee reading, uh, a comic book to Red Ink Panda, who's also dressed up as Stanley. So people would like take pictures with them and whatnot. And I thought that was that was a really fun moment um, moments because there you know there's it happened several times. Um, as for um, in general, um, there was this one moment in Comic Con. I was I had my back turned. Uh, it was a line for Scotty Young. Uh, I wanted you know, uh, for Scotty Young signing. I forgot to bring my Nightcrawler. I don't know if you've ever seen my Nightcrawler puppet. I, I did I did last night when I was scrolling through your Instagram. Like a oh, creeper. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had that, and I wanted him to uh, sign it, but uh, I think it was the second day of uh, Comic-Con, and I forgot, I forgot it. So I was in line and forgot to bring Nightcrawler. So I was, like, in a bad mood and whatnot, and then... Um, I felt this tapping on my uh, right shoulder saying, oh, hey, uh, what's this line for? And I was like, oh, fucking Scotty Young. And I turned around, it was Scotty Young. And it was, like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, snap, okay, cool. Let me uh, let me just get in here and, like, you know, set up. It was like, oh, shit, that's Scotty Young. Like, um, so that, that was my favorite moment because it was really cool about it. It was really, like, he started laughing when I said that. So, um, yeah. And then now, people- what- we're like, oh, dude, did you know that was Scotty Young? You like, yeah, I. <laughs> it, it it was a fun moment. Was he was he being sarcastic, as in like he knows that the line was for him, or yeah. was he being legitimately? He just, I think I was just in his way, so he oh, tapped okay. my shoulder so he could like pass by, kind of thing. Gotcha. But you know, <laughs> just the timing. <laughs> What's his line for? Fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, had I known, I would have, I would have never used that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, me and my friends actually got a photo uh, with Jeff Johns because we were in line at around the oh. DC booth. And mm-hmm. uh, my friend who was dressed up as an enchantress, she was not, I think she wasn't wearing her glasses or something. But it's really easy to uh, mistake Jeff Johns for any other just comic book nerd because it's just a uh, nondescript white yeah. guy in a hat. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, he took a photo. He's like, oh, I love the Enchantress. Can I take a photo? And he took a photo with her, and he walked away, and I was like, oh, that's Jeff Johns. And she's like, what? And I was like, that's, that's Jeff Johns that you just took a photo with. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like uh, Jeff Johns is a lot like uh, – Jeff Johns and Seth Green are two guys that can just go around Comic-Con, and I think most people aren't going to recognize them. I don't know. Seth Green, like – I would definitely recognize him. But would Jeff you? John, like, yeah. Because I, I, I walked next to Seth Green at Comic-Con, with, and he didn't have any guards around him. Really? I've yet yeah. to actually see him. Uh, we, we were we were stuck by, like, that area that would be the Funko Pop area. So yeah. it was just 
everyone's walking like those aliens from Fifth Element. <laughs> and uh, um, we're walking, and I reckon, well, okay. So the first thing I think of is uh, this guy is super short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I saw the red beard, and I was just like, that's Seth Green. <laughs> Did you take a picture with him? Uh, no, because I'm I didn't because he he didn't have his guards around him and I didn't want to make a scene in such a big crowd. Yeah. And I'm, I'm never gonna be that guy. I'm not really a celebrity kind of. I, I'm I like it. I like letting celebrities blend in. I don't yeah. like to draw attention. <laughs> um. So I I didn't. I I just told him that I like his work, and uh, moved on. Um, I think, because I remember, because usually whenever I see someone, I, I, you know, I look around at their badge to see if I can see their name, and I'm pretty confident I know that I checked his badge, and because like I'm, I'm not just gonna assume that every person who looks like Seth Green is Seth Green. It's <laughs> true. I, yeah. I think it's bad when people flip their badges around so you can't see their name. I'm like, ah, you know what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you mentioned your uh, Nightcrawler puppet, and I was scrolling through, and I saw a plenty of drawings of Nightcrawler. So, uh, is Nightcrawler one of your favorite characters? Yes. <laughs> My favorite. I, I think you kind of also answered that when you mentioned the Nightcrawler puppet, because not a lot of people who, uh, not a lot of people have puppets of characters that they don't like. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be uh, a series of puppets uh, I was gonna, you know, start creating, but it never, it never really caught on I guess because uh, I was too busy drawing any everything else uh, but it was when I made Nightcrawler it was uh, I was able to make them within a week of uh, San Diego Comic-Con uh, I think this was in 2016 when I made them and um, it was one of those things that you know screw it we'll, we'll I'm not gonna uh, dress as anything but I'll just be that guy with a puppet yeah. <laughs> um who would be the worst person to play nightcrawler um and make it weird because like uh the, when i say worst person they don't have to be alive the thing is it's <laughs> it's it's almost easy well it's kind of easy to say who would be the worst person like i think the hardest one would be who would who would be the right person i know but, who would be the worst <laughs> but for me, would would be the worst. Um, gosh. Just give me one name, because there's a lot of names. <laughs> there is, there is a lot of na- there is a lot of names, but the first thing that would come to mind would be Trump. <laughs> Make me mad, like with his with that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the Munich Circus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm the best X-Men. Not a lot of people tell you this, but I'm the best X-Men. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, oh, man. I, I was going with Don Knotts. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that would be a good one, too. <laughs> but uh, Trump, huh? Now you're you're really making me want to do a, a drawing of Trump as Nightcrawler for the yeah. next Trump Doodle. Huh. <laughs> I I really wasn't thinking about I I do my best to not think of Trump at all. So. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's 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 hard not to like he's he's everywhere. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 very strange because I remember a, a glorious time when he was just that weird guy from The Apprentice. Um, I, because we, he was in a, a Home Alone too, right? That's how, at least that's where I remember him from. Yeah, but we live in California, so I didn't know who this dude was. That's true. I feel like every time I talk to anyone from the East Coast or people who have lived in New York, they they do know Donald Trump as being a villain. He's all he's always been a bad guy. Um, it's everyone else who uh, they only know him from The Apprentice, and uh, there's an there's a level of uh, what was it? On Fiddler on the Roof, it says, when you're rich, they think you really know. And it's just that whole uh, concept of that people worship rich people. And they just think that rich people know something that we don't. And it's like, no, they don't. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> He's just always been a bad guy and <laughs> with, with a famous name. Oh, yeah. And I, I missed the time when he was just a weirdo from The Apprentice, and uh, I didn't have to think about him 
often. He can say his little racist thing, and I'll be like, ah, he's just a dick. <laughs> those, those were good times. What What is the weirdest thing that you've been hired to draw? Um, I guess... I guess it would be my mural. Like, uh, in high <laughs> that's a good answer. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Your very problematic mural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is the mural still there? Uh, no, they painted over it. Okay. It, over it. So, it took them, I think, maybe four or five years after I graduated. Gotcha. Because <laughs> I, I don't I don't see that mural still existing right now. <laughs> yeah. The te- the teachers are still there, I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> the very problematic mural. Uh, yeah. besides b- besides the, the mural. <laughs> God, I'm still thinking about that. Like like well, you're the, <laughs> just just people coming in and complaining and be like, uh, yeah, that was one of our students. And they're like, oh, you should probably not have your students paint. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Besides the mural, what would be a weird thing? What, what's a weird commission that you've gotten? Um, gosh. Um, I, I really was, want to see this mural. <laughs> I, I, if I ever find a picture, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely send it your way. Cool. Um, I can probably find the article. What what school was it? Uh, Upland High School. Upland High School. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look into this. <laughs> yeah. There, okay. Yeah, sorry. There, there's a news article in there. Um, but the um, the weirdest commission was probably from um uh a realtor. Uh, they wanted me to do a cartoon version of her um but she she knows and doesn't know what she wants basically um it's it's in a way that she wants her to be um like a cartoon inapproachable and like friendly looking and whatnot but not deceiving like she wants her you know she she wants keep her wrinkles or whatnot um like it it was it was weird so when i ended up like drawing it um she loved it and i don't remember if she used it on her uh, business cards but um i got paid for it and yeah it when, was when you say deceiving you mean flattering uh, like she I forgot how like she described it, but she doesn't want she doesn't want me to take away her age. Basically, she wants her wrinkles in there or whatnot, like, but still cartoony. Uh huh. So when I did that, it, it ended up like it and to me it ended up looking weird. Um, but she loved it still. Um, it 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 was just it was. I think it was just more of like an awkward conversation yeah basically <laughs> like to try to you know try to get what you want as a as a drawing uh-huh but uh-huh. yeah I, thought- I think the weirdest commission i've gotten was two haunted houses having sex <laughs> oh okay oh, wait actually no that wasn't the weirdest there, I just see there we go there we go okay, here we go <laughs> Uh, it was I knew a, I knew uh, if I told I knew if I told you an example of a weird drawing, yes. you would have something better. Come on, you're okay. an artist. I refuse to believe that a, old lady. It was a sketch cover. Um, okay. Uh, it was. I, f- I forgot where the. It it was a nod to another cover, but it's basically, um, Iron Man making out with Ultron, with. Ant Man in the back, like snickering. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that was pretty odd. He was snickering. Someone asked specifically, to make him snickering in the background. Yeah, like laugh, like giggling, because um, in the comic books, Ant Man was the one that created Ultron, right? Yeah, Hank Pym. And so in this one, like they wanted to show that you know it's Iron Man and Ultron 
making out like he as if like you know they're together like i i don't know it, it was the the idea of it was like i thought it was hilarious so i was like yeah sure i'll do that you <laughs> know why not but like it, it was it was weird <laughs> <laughs> i think uh one of my favorite requests i've gotten was uh, a drawing of emo wolverine emo wolverine uh, Emo Wolverine, because he was saying that uh, I, I made him uh, saying something like, uh, "I wish that my I, I wish my soul could heal, or I wish my <laughs> oh, man, I wish my feelings so could heal." <laughs> See, if I got something like that, that would be awesome. Um. So when this bowl comes out, it'll be uh. Let's see, there'll be two weeks left until uh when Comic Con was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, did you have any plans for Comic Con? Um, not as a vendor, but every year, uh, me and my wife would go. It's um, it's kind of it's our tradition to always go every year. Um, even um, because we, we got married in July eighth, and just a couple weeks before Comic Con, um, a few years back, and for our honeymoon, we actually went to Comic Con. Uh, for our honeymoon so it you know comic con's like a big deal for us uh so we try to go every year but this year you know obviously sure so you know that that was pretty much the plan just to attend do you have any uh traditions uh outside of comic con when, when i say that uh, outside of comic con i have uh, i have specific meals that i do during comic con yeah um it was, it was actually after Comic Con. We have this tradition of going to a Mexican restaurant. Um, it's the same one every year. Um, I forgot what that place is called, but we always, you know, we always knew it. So that there's a whole lot of good Mexican places around Comic Con. Yeah, there is. But this one, it was, uh, it was special because it was. Um, It was like, it was like a mission, like, uh, area, like, I forgot, like, it's like, a that old town, San Diego, where, like, it, I forgot, uh, Ro- Rosa something? Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but, um, it's, they say it, it's like, the, the place is haunted, um, they haven't gone around and, like, you know, checked it out, but one of these days we will. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we, we always went there. Uh, we loved that place. Um, I, I usually, I, I, I actually still remember all of the food I'm going to, that, that I do during Comic-Con. And I'm actually contemplating seeing if I can still not do the exact uh, routine, but mm-hmm. do something similar. Because, uh, let's see, Wednesday night, I would always go with uh, AJ and the Forbidden Panel folks uh, to get my macaroni and cheese. Um, at the uh, strip joint, the gas lamp strip joint. <laughs> okay. Because they had they had delicious lobster macaroni and cheese that had scallops in it, and it was just fantastic. <laughs> um, then uh, my my next meal, I think uh, I don't have anything Thursday, but Friday Friday was always I would go get Bukadi Beppo's for my friend's birthday. I did mm-hmm. I did suggest that we uh, arrange a Zoom Bukadi Beppo thing or a Zuma Zuma Beppo. Um, <laughs> And then Saturday, I would always get uh, seafood with my friends. So I'm like, I, I, I'm, I still think I'm going to try to uphold the traditions. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for for some of this, are you going to be making it yourself or are you going to, you know? Oh, I can't make anything. Okay. So, wait, I mean, so it, where are you going to get where where are you going to get the stuff then? Well, I know uh, Boogie Beppo. I'm going to make an order and get takeout. Yeah. That's the easiest one. Uh, the seafood and the macaroni and cheese. Well, the macaroni and cheese, I'm probably going to make myself. It's just going you know, to be a really cheap version. I'm not going to do the lobster scallops thing. I'm just going to go and get Velveeta. Okay. <laughs> and then the seafood one, uh, we'll find out. We'll find we'll <laughs> Stay tuned. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the macaroni and cheese one, I was actually contemplating to see about driving down to San Diego and getting some takeout and then finding like some park to just eat the macaroni and cheese in an area away from people yeah or my car we'll see i don't know 
Uh, I'm doing my best to try to stay away from people, so I don't know if that's an actual thing that I'm going to do, but yeah, I'd like to get out of the house. <laughs> um, seafood, I'm, I'm not too uh, confident about my cooking abilities, as, seeing as how I barely cook at all. I'm not too confident about taking on seafood. <laughs> but there's plenty of restaurants I can get takeout. Yeah. <laughs> Are you making a lot of your own food? Because I know that would be the safest route. Yeah, I actually do cook a lot. I, uh, I've i worked in several restaurants, and I was able to, um, you know, work around the kitchen. So uh, This guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do cook a lot for my wife. Like, you know, so she doesn't really eat anything until I start cooking it. So, yeah, <laughs> Man, I because I, I was gonna say your your wife was the hero of mine for getting you to keep on making art, which I appreciate because you are a fantastic artist, and I'm really bummed that you were this close to not being an artist. And I'm like, no, don't do that because your artwork is amazing. Um, but now I also kind of uh, am jealous of your wife's position of uh, having someone to make food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's also a burden because like I would experiment sometimes and make her eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with being a guinea pig. It's, it's, <laughs> I think that that is a worthy, uh, worthy payment for free food. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never said no to trying uh, new food. Um, so you weren't going to, you, you made the Nightcrawler puppet for one Comic-Con. And was that specifically for the Comic-Con that you're going to have the Nightcrawler puppet? Uh, yeah, it was just for that. But um, then it became um, a thing where I would let my favorite artist sign on it. Um, I was able to get, I believe I was able to get, well, Scotty Young, of course. Uh, I think I got, I was able to get. <laughs> have you said the, fuck it? <laughs> Yeah, after yeah, um, I was I think I was able to get Stanley. Um, I got uh, Lynn Ween or Wine um, to sign it, and a bunch of other artists. So now he, I just have him in a glass case, basically. That's pretty cool. That this Nightcrawler puppet just got a lot better. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So did you have any, uh, I know you said you didn't have any plans for exhibiting, but we're going to hand out stuff or anything? Um, no, not really. Uh, I was just going to attend. So. Gotcha. Because I was playing on uh, Question Crunch. I was hoping on being able to have like, a, I don't know, some kind of flyer or some kind of cartoon to give to people uh, if they answer my questions. And I was going to mm-hmm. walk around Comic-Con with a sign that says something like, answer my questions for free art or some, some shit like that. <laughs> Uh, Good idea. That, I started doing something like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, because I, I, I want people to realize that I ask uh, a lot of really bizarre questions at this show, uh, on this on this podcast. And, um, you know, thinking about Comic-Con, you've seen those people with the sign that say uh, free hugs, right? Yeah. I never really liked those guys with a free hug shirt or signs. I never trusted hugging them. But <laughs> now... Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole different level. <laughs> I feel like if I, you know, whenever I feel safe to go outside or go to a convention, and I see someone with a shirt that says "free hugs," I'm gonna hug the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so hug deprived that the next time I see someone like that, I'm gonna just I'm gonna. T- I think that your shirt said "free tackle." That's what I heard. That's what I saw. <laughs> Um, have you ever hugged any of those free hug folks? Um, no, but I did have a free <laughs> hug shirt. You're like, hell no. <laughs> I did have a free hug shirt and actually had people hug me. So um, I. So you were it. one of them. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a way. But the thing is, like. In a way, you had a shirt that said free hug. That you... <laughs> yeah, but like, I wasn't planning on hugging anyone, <laughs> to be honest. Don't wear the fucking shirt. Hug your shirt. I don't. I don't want a victim blame, but you were, you were asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you, you know should have said I, free hugs. The the thing is, I 
I love to hug. I'm a hugger. So yeah. it was like, you know, um, I wore, like, I have that shirt, hoping but not expecting. So when it happens, like, oh, this is nice, you know. Okay, but you, you, did, you did think that I, someone I was going to hug you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Because you, you can't wear a shirt that says free hugs and not and, and be like, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> That would be uh, that would be strange. I, I kind of want to wear a free hug shirt that says like, in small print, uh, but not like, like <laughs> JK. <laughs> um, what social media do you think? What what social media of yours people need to follow? Um, definitely my Instagram. Um, it Red Ink Panda on Instagram. I also have a Twitter. Uh, also with the same uh, name handle and uh, Facebook. All the same. <laughs> so all, all people have to search is writing Panda on every yep. platform. Excellent. Um, what final words do you have for any aspiring artist or aspiring uh, Panda or aspiring uh, free hugger uh, <laughs> or um, aspiring uh, muralist? <laughs> um, plain and simple, never give up. Uh, just keep on going. Uh, draw, hug, uh, mural, anything you want, need to do. Keep doing it.